Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 28, which we're recording on Friday, January 25th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And I apologize, second podcast in a <laughs> row for the voice and the cold, but I had a minor cold after Christmas and I got the horrid flu that has been sweeping our small community. Yeah, we were just talking about the fact that almost a third of the kids were sick at the school that Gail's son goes to. Yeah, a third of them. And my son was in that third. <laughs> there was a week where all four of us at home were sick. It's the plague school. It is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, pardon my voice. And if I happen to cough or sniffle, please excuse that. <laughs> She's really on the mend, folks. I am. I sound a lot worse than I... I feel normal, like I was telling Charlene. Yeah. It's just I sound yeah. horrible, but I feel normal. Yeah. So on to knitting. What is this gorgeous sweater you're wearing? This is an old, old sweater from the Knitting Archives. <laughs> it was, but it's still fashionable. It's still fashionable. I knit this back in 2004. And then the reason that I'm wearing it today is because I stopped wearing it for a couple of years. And I think it sat in the closet. I didn't wear it. I didn't wear it. I got tired of it. Ah. And then I recently pulled it out just this season to wear it. And I have been wearing it. A lot and I absolutely love it. It is called Audrey and it is by Kim Hargreaves. It was published in Rowan 35, which I believe was from 2004, and it is knit in the currently discontinued Rowan Calmer yarn. Oh, that's your other Calmer sweater. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. And so way back when in 2004, there was a incredibly active knit blogging community of which I was a part and it seemed like everybody was knitting this sweater, sweater at the time. It was although, like the tea of 2004. Yes, although when I go to Ravelry now there's only 116 projects listed so maybe it wasn't as popular or perhaps because it was pre-Ravelry a lot of people haven't put their sweaters in but it just seems like everybody was, was knitting, knitting it at the time. It was wonderful. I I really liked this sweater, and it is, let's see, it's not, it's knit in pieces. I'm trying to remember. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I should give Beautiful a little description. Then. I can't it tell where ribbed, the seaming is. It is all over ribbing, knit in pieces, so there's four pieces, and it has raglan sleeves. And so I've been thinking a lot about this sweater lately, because I would like to make another one. And you could Based modify on the, it to knit it in the round. That's what you? I'm thinking. Based on the fact how much I currently am wearing it this season, I think I would like to make another one. And, Ooh, and I was just... your magenta DK for that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we've been stalking how to use Charlene's stash yarn. So if I pop out magenta DK occasionally, that's what I'm that's referring why, to. That's why, yeah. I was describing it. So it's a raglan sleeved, all over ribbed, long sleeve pullover and the crowning glory of the sweater is a little lace collar that is sewn on so there's actually five oh, really? pieces because one piece for front back two sleeves and then the collar that is was knit in a in a strip knit in a strip and, and then sewn on and I cannot tell, looking at Charlene's sweater at all, that it's sewn on. I would have totally guessed that you had picked up <laughs> stitches and knit that on. It's gorgeous. Thank you. I, I remember it was wow. really crucial. 
I worked really hard to get the seams because if on raglan shaping, it's right below your face. And if I oh, always feel like if it's glaring. not perfect, it's glaring. Yeah, <laughs> because people are going to be looking at you and seeing the seam. Of course, non-knitters probably don't notice seams. But I don't know. It but was you would see it every time you look <laughs> in the mirror, too. It. So, yeah. yeah, there's that. But I have been thinking about this sweater and I, and possibly attempting to knit it in the round. Because it just seems like the sort of sweater that is made for knitting it top does down i completely guessed that it had been knit in the round yeah. i was surprised when you said you seamed it yeah and it has interesting shaping right at the bust oh right it has almost like darts well the shaping is not done on the sides the shaping is done at two places in the front and then two places in the back so when you look at it from the front or the back it does look like darts it's really, I like the, the shaping. Way it it's unique. Out at the waist, you get uh, an extra little rib that starts there. And yeah, it's yeah, very I like nice. it a lot. I really like this sweater, and like I said, it's it's an oldie but goodie. <laughs> well, it looks fashionable but comfortable at the same time. Yeah, you know, it looks like it would be cozy, but you could totally go outside of the house and, yeah. and not feel like yeah. you were slumming it. I always wanted to make another one. But the Rowan Calmer yarn had so few colors right. in the line that I really liked. Yeah. So I never made another one. And I always anticipated that I would make another one and have never gotten around to it. And now, just talking about it, the thought of trying to re-engineer it from the top down is kind of exciting for me. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, that's Audrey by Kim Hargreaves. Okay, and I am wearing my one skein boot toppers, which I talked about oh, in the last couple of so episodes. Cute. Aren't they cute? <laughs> I have like three pairs of fashionable shoes in my wardrobe, and I'm wearing one of those pairs now, so I feel so stylish. And I'm <laughs> also cool. wearing a sweater called the 07 Gathered Cardi. It's a pattern by Kathy Karen from the Knit One Magazine Spring-Summer 2008 issue. And I knit mine in Malabrigo Worsted in the Polar Morn colorway, which is a lovely, lovely light, almost bluish gray. And it has, it's a very, very simple knit. It is a top-down raglan, and it has a collar, detail, not collar, um, well, collar and mm-hmm. button band and hem detail in seed stitch. Yeah. Which I really love the look of seed stitch. And it's the perfect amount of seed stitch so that you don't want to stab yourself with your needles because it can drive you crazy. But it's it's done as part of the sweater as you knit back and forth. It's not applied later. So it's just the perfect amount. And it doesn't, it's not written, the pattern isn't written to close in the front. But I, after the fact, added my own little button and embroidery loop to close it in the front because I prefer to have it Very closed. Nice. So it's a short sleeve cardi, and I just really like it. It's like the softest yarn ever if you've not felt Malabrigo worsted in person. It reminds me of my A-line hoodie. It does. That's why it? I like it so much. Yeah, it's like your A-line hoodie only without the hood. without the hood. And short instead of the hood. Yeah. Because, because it's even got a little flare to it. And it's that's what I forgot to say. a little bit differently, but it's got that little flare. Yeah, the name gathered cardigan is because there is the same flare as on the a-line hoodie it's almost identical so right under the bust 
you increase stitches because it's a top-down sweater. So you increase stitches after the bust, which gives it hmm. a skirt yeah. uh, gathered kind yeah. of look. So yeah. the bottom of the sweater is wider than the top. So it's fitted at the top and then almost like a skirt at the bottom. So. And I love that style. So that's what it might be in my future. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that as a good use for her Madeline Tosh DK in the lovely magenta colorway. Yes, that has been sitting in stash. Waiting, waiting to be used. waiting, yes. So that's what I'm wearing, and I absolutely love it. We have here at the end of January. It is. It was 60 degrees when I left my house, and last week it was in the 70s here in Santa Cruz. So absolutely bizarrely unseasonably warm weather. So I have to wear what hand knits I can when we have the opportunity. Right. <laughs> so the best I could do today was a short sleeve cardigan because otherwise I would be roasting alive. So that's what we're wearing. What are you stocking? Okay. I actually haven't been stocking too, too much, but it seems like there are a lot of new patterns coming out. It seems so like it, doesn't I have it? Yeah. Been looking through the what's new section in Ravelry or what's popular, what's hot, I yes. guess it's called. I've been looking through that every day. And I did see one pattern that I rather liked written by Jane Richmond, who wrote the Arbutus yeah. cowl that yep. you really like so much. And in that same collection, the collection Island. is called Island, there is a fingering weight sweater called Grace. I which love it. You, you did too. I have seen that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I have my eye on this one. And it is a full cardigan, long sleeve cardigan, but the yoke is a mesh lace pattern. And it's knit in fingering weight. And I have several skeins of Madeline Tosh sock yarn in Pop Rocks oh, that is so perfect. used, which is that bright pink that I just can't get away from these days. And this is definitely a possibility. A contender. A contender. Woohoo! Yeah. It's it would yeah. be so pretty in Pop Rocks. Yeah, and let's see the description says fresh and retro take on effort effortlessly classic raglan cardigan semi-fitted slight fingering weight yarn knit at a slightly looser gauge so i think the mesh fabric is going to be similar to that of ruth's tea oh ruth's tea too yeah. but i was thinking of the light guess sweater oh you're right Somewhat you're totally like right that, on that because that's kind of what I'm looking for, something similar to that sweater for my fingering weight yarn, but I don't want to knit another Leica yeah. after the whole Arms. arm issue mm -hmm. and making me sore. But So that's one thing. Second thing, I have been stocking, still stocking cowls. Mega cows? The big mega um, cows? Well, or just cows one, in general? Yeah, just cows in general. I... I really love wearing them. I wear I them all the time these days. And the one that I have been looking at is a free Ravelry download from the Kelborn Woolens design team oh, that's called cute. the Poplar Cowl. And the nice thing about this is that it is knit in three different colors of a worsted weight yarn. Total yardage is 300 yards. So that means it's only 
about approximately 100 yards. yards of each color. So, of course, I look at that and I think, oh, I must have leftovers and stash, stash yeah. that I can use. Of When I went looking, I didn't find anything. So that's what I'm hoping to ho- eventually find and make this with, just some leftover stash-busting yarn. Because th- 100 yards of each that sounds... well you could easily do multiple more than three stripes you could you could absolutely less yardage absolutely. of each color yeah so it just depends what i find in stash it's just a sweet little cardigan it, i think it is knit in it is knit in the round and it's seamless it looks pretty easy and easily memorizable yeah pattern. it does yeah and just knitting round and round and i think the end result is very nice yeah it's very pretty <laughs> And, okay, I want to repeat, that is the Poplar Cowl from Kilbourne Woolens, and it is a free pattern on Ravelry. And those are the two things that I wanted to mention. What are you stalking? Okay, I am stalking something bizarre. (laughs) Here, the crinkling of my magazine page, which I ripped out of a magazine. I am trying to find a sweater pattern to replicate a sweater I love that I saw in a magazine. It's actually a sweater by Denim and Supply by Ralph Lauren, and it is a slouchy cardigan that has about four buttons at the bottom, giant pockets, beautiful shawl collar, long sleeves, and it is cabled, and it is gorgeous. The actress wearing it happens to be Emily Van Camp from the Revenge series, and I've posted pictures of this in a couple of the groups that I frequent on Ravelry so that I have other people also looking for similar <laughs> sweater patterns for me on my behalf. What so are the sleeves like? They're long. They are have they ribbing. Drop shoulder? I can't tell for sure. I think they might be it drop kind shoulder. Of looks like drop shoulder. Yeah, sleeves. it's not a super flattering look on me. But well, I was wondering if it was a man's sweater. It kind of looks like it could be, right? But to me, it looks like a man's sweater, and not necessarily because it's oversized. But also because of the drop shoulders. So maybe I won't find the exact pattern. Maybe I'd prefer something But maybe that's you not... would prefer something similar that just doesn't have drop shoulders. But did you look through men's sweater patterns? I did start to the other day and got distracted. But you were talking about the hot patterns on Ravelry. Oh, and yeah. How we have yeah. a lot of new ones <laughs> popping up. Well, Martin Story has a new oh. pattern book coming out next month. And he has a sweater in that pattern, which I can't remember the name of at the moment, but it's a definite possibility. Oh, cool. It's knit in pieces, which I think for a sweater like this would be really important. Mm-hmm, Otherwise, it looks it, heavy. Exactly. Yeah. And I have that Cascade 220 tweed in natural oh, yeah. in my stash, that's which right. would be perfect for a sweater like yeah. this. So that's what I'm currently stalking is some type of pattern to replicate this particular sweater. And the other sweater pattern I'm stalking is called Ease, and it's by Alicia Plummer, who is Two Little Plums Designs on Ravelry. It is a top-down raglan that, as the name implies, Ease, is just meant to be easygoing, comfortable, mm-hmm. and it has two variations. It is also a top-down raglan, and it has two variations. There is a kind of, not quite a boat neck, but almost boat neck, and then Tanya 
Yarnosaurus. <laughs> she test knit it and she knit hers with a funnel neck with a drawstring at the top. Oh, that is just adorable. Huh. So the designer ended up writing that modification into oh, the pattern. Really? So you could either do, and she knit herself her test knits. Alicia Plummer did both versions. Okay. And I just love the funnel neck version of this sweater. It's so, yeah. it just looks so comfortable and wearable. Yeah. So those are the two big ones I'm stalking. But I also wanted to mention on the hot patterns, not only is Martin Story's new book coming out soon, and I've never knit one of his patterns before, Alana Dacos of Never Not Knitting has a new pattern book coming out. And I adore a lot of the patterns in her book, which has 12 patterns in it. So those are some of the hot now great awesome patterns that are out there on Ravelry that aren't even available yet, but they're already hot, which is cool. <laughs> so that's my stocking. So what are you knitting? What am I knitting? What is in my hands at the moment? And actually the only thing I believe I am currently knitting. Only was, thing on the needles at all? I think so. Because, Ooh. well, because I finished quite a few things in the past week, which I'll explain later. But I, I was just telling Gail I need to get something else on the needles because the only thing I have right now is the Tangled Yoke Cardigan by Uni Jang, which you've heard about a lot. It is my entry for the self-indulgent knit-along, and I am knitting this in Rowan Felted Tweed in purple. It's such a pretty color. It's a, oh it's my a gosh. beautiful color. It's got these little tweedy flecks in the purple, and I, I just... I love it. Love it. I love will it, put that it. on my list. I think actually, it's called Sweater yarn. It's so pretty. Yeah, and it feels so good. I made a pair of mitts in this yarn for my mom for Christmas this year, and it just had the perfect amount of smoothness for stitch definition with the perfect amount of halo. It's, it's really and that's nice what I yarn. use for my rose red. Also, <laughs> oh right, yeah, I really right. like knitting with yeah, that yarn. It's I really, really enjoy nice it. yarn. Yep. So. On my Tangled Yoke, I have finished the lower body, and I just cast on four sleeves. And I was just telling Gail before we started recording that I started the sleeve last night, and I woke up this morning with a little bit of soreness in my arms again. Yeah. So I'm worried that perhaps the small gauge needles perhaps in the tiny circumference are bothering me. So I'm going to take a break from this project if I can get something else on the needles. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't that's, want that That's why I need up. to find something with a, a bigger gauge yarn. Yep. So like I said, that's the only thing I have right now. You'll hear what I've finished in a little bit, but what are you knitting? Okay, right now in my hands, and I apologize if the clicking of my metal needles is being picked up by the microphone, <laughs> I am finally, finally, finally knitting lemongrass, the Hohe Locatelli pattern that I stalked for many, many weeks in a row. I am knitting it in the Madeline Tosh Erin yarn in the Fathom colorway, which is the most glorious blue. It's just fantastic, the colorway. And I want to tell you guys some details about this sweater. First of all, I think it would be an excellent first sweater for a beginning sweater knitter. I know a lot of you who listen to the podcast haven't taken that jump into sweater knitting yet. If the style of the sweater appeals to you at all, it is an oversized sweater. It is a great pattern for beginners. It is a top-down raglan, and there are increases, of course, for the raglan shaping, 
I changed the type of increase from what's called for in the pattern because that particular increase wasn't working for me. So I'm doing a simpler increase at the shoulder shapings. Then you, so you knit from the top down in the round for the raglan shaping. Then you separate for the sleeves and the front and the back and you knit the front and the back and the sleeves separately. And in the front, there is a basket weave cable that goes all the way down the front of the sweater. The back and sleeves are straight stockinette. So basically you're knitting the front and the back back and forth on your needles instead of in the round. And the sleeves you do in the round after the fronts and backs are done. So skills you need would include increases for the raglan. You would need to be able to cable, but it's a very easy to memorize cable pattern. You will need to pick up stitches because you pick up stitches on the front piece and the back piece to do a ribbed edge on both. And you do need to pick up stitches because there's a turtleneck top at the collar and you knit up to do that turtleneck. Now, the reasons it's a good beginner sweater are one, it is a simple pattern. The pattern itself is I think only three pages and one of those includes the schematic. Oh, so really? not very many instructions and Hohe's patterns are crystal clear in their instructions. So she didn't sacrifice detail by making it a short pattern. It's simply an easy pattern. So one, easy pattern. Two, easy knit because it's knit on worsted or Aran weight yarn at a large gauge. So I think the gauge is 13 stitches in 20 rows over four inches. So what that means is it is a fast knit. So it gives you that nice gratification of Oh my gosh, I'm knitting a sweater and I can see the progress. That's what I was wondering. Are you knitting it to gauge? Or I am knitting, knitting it, it a little to gauge. Tighter? Okay, you are. So I'm knitting it to gauge after when it's wow. blocked, it grows a little bit. Okay. So easy pattern, easy to knit. You don't need that many knitting skills. And the other great part of it for a beginning knitter is it's not a fitted sweater. It would be fitted at mm. the top, of course. You do have to make sure that the raglan portion of the sweater fits your upper torso. However, the rest of the sweater is an open, I think she has eight inches of positive ease written say, into the pattern. The, the pattern page information says that in order to achieve a boxy oversized look, the pattern, the design should be worn with at least eight inches of positive ease. And I didn't go for as much positive ease because I don't want it to be quite as boxy <laughs> because I'm yeah. too short to pull that look off. But because it's not extremely fitted as a first sweater, it's fantastic because you're not going to end up with the sweater that doesn't fit. Right. The goal of the sweater is to be boxy. So you can modify it mm -hmm. to be more or less boxy based on the look you're trying to achieve. But seriously, if you are in the mood to try a new sweater and you like the style of this sweater, I highly recommend it. I think I've been knitting on mine for three days and the front, so I've already finished all the raglan increases at the top. I've already finished the entire front of the sweater, and I'm already, what, at least four or five inches into yeah. the back, and I just yeah. started the back yesterday, and I fell asleep and was sleeping. <laughs> so I haven't been knitting on the back very long, and I already have five inches of it. So great sweater if you, even obviously not just for beginning sweater knitters. It right. could be for right. anyone. And I'm already thinking about, 
ripping an old sweater <laughs> to, to repurpose. repurpose the yarn because I've wanted to repurpose this yarn for so long. It's Cascade Pastaza and I have not found the perfect project and I think this might work. Yeah, this is it's it's been a really fun knit because when you can see a knit grow so quickly, for me because I'm a product knitter as opposed to a process knitter most of the time, I like to see my projects grow quickly. I like to see <laughs> and progress. Have something to wear. Exactly. So and I also wanted to thank Kohi because she gifted me this pattern as a birthday gift oh, back nice. in September. So I've been wanting to knit it that long, and I'm finally doing it. So that's the first thing I have on the needles. And it's a Hohe Fest today because I am also knitting her Autumn Blush, Blush Shawl, which is a shawl knit in worsted or Aran weight yarn. I am using Miss Babs Heartland worsted for that in the tulipa colorway which is a beautiful muted purple and i wouldn't call this a simple shawl i have to pay attention as i'm knitting so basically i cast on i knit most of the first section and then i started lemongrass and i haven't touched the shawl since <laughs> but it's going to be beautiful so i will pick it back up soon and third i am still knitting orange and I think I just mispronounced it again. Alex, thank you for the correction, but I still just can't get that sound to come out of my mouth lately. It's the sweater I'm doing for the self-indulgent knit-along. And I was tickled to find out that Yelena, who is Y Malcolm on Ravelry, is also knitting hers right now. And I have some other friends who are probably casting on soon. Carol, that's a, a little nudge in the right direction. And maybe even Inez and Shannon. So I'm knitting that one in some beautiful Madeline Tosh colors, and I've modified the pattern significantly based on Tanya Yarnosaurus's modifications. So I'm kind of doing some math as I go, hoping that my increases and decreases make a well-fitting sweater <laughs> in the end. The issue with this one for me is that the sizes are 32 or 36 inch bust, and I'm more of a 34, mm -hmm. but because of the color work, I can't really modify, I don't have the confidence to modify the numbers in the yoke to make it a size 34. So I was talking to Charlene before we started recording, oh no, do I do a 32 or do I do a 36? And it's stranded color work, the entire yoke is stranded color work. It can be tighter than you want it to be because of the stranded color work. So I'm going to go for the 36, Hope it's not super big on me, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I think, I, think I have about seven or eight inches on the body of that done. So I'm almost done. It's bottom up. I'm almost done with the decreases. I'll knit straight for a while and then start my increases. So I'm making good progress on that one too, and it's beautiful. I'm really enjoying that as a knit as well. So that's what we are knitting. What have you finished? You said you have a lot. Well, I have a few things, partially because I realized that I've left a few things out in the last, at least the last episode, and then partially because I've had a bit of knitting time this past week. One thing that I wanted to mention, I actually finished this sweater on the last day of December of 2012, was my Pull Me Over Pullover by Andrea Black. Yay. I finished it, I remember I finished the sleeves really quickly on December 30th and December 31st in anticipation of starting my tangled yoke on, on January 1st because I knew that once I started this I might slow down on that and 
in hindsight, I realized that since I'm not with the small gauge needles, I might not be able to work on this. It really didn't matter. And I'm going to have to cast on something else. Oh, darn. Anyway, so. <laughs> Shucks. But I just wanted to mention that I did finish that. I love that sweater. I have been wearing a, wearing it a lot, a lot, a lot. That is. I still haven't seen you in that. Oh, I'll have to bring it up. Let's see. It is a top down pullover with a circular yoke. A uh, knitter would need to be comfortable with basic increasing, decreasing, knitting, and purling in the round, and with the top-down technique, because you do start at the neck, knit down the yoke, separate for the sleeves, and then finish the body, and then finish the sleeves. I did change the numbers a bit on the arms, because I wanted the arms to be more fitted on me, so I did make that adjustment and looking back on it now I realized I probably could have made the yoke a little bit smaller as well because the stitch pattern stretches a lot a oh, lot because a of lot. the ribbing so it does fit but I could have made it more fitted if that I make it again you could, you could layer it and wear things underneath yeah it that's too. true if I make it again I probably will make the yoke a little bit smaller stitch count wise but I do like it and it's a great little pattern and she has versions well the projects on Ravelry there are many versions and Andrea specifically has a short sleeve version also and it's probably something that I would like to make a it's short sleeve version cute. as I well like for warmer yeah. weather I really like the sweater really like the way it fits just, I'm, like I said, if I make it again, I'll probably adjust the numbers, make it a little bit smaller for me. And I do look towards making a short sleeve version at some she, point. She, I think on the last podcast, I mentioned that she had the sweater Cora that was oh, being test knit. Yes. A lot of the test knitters have posted their finished projects. It is really beautiful and it looks really pretty on a lot of different body types and I was a little concerned that with my little tummy bulge from three kids that it wouldn't be very flattering because of the way the V is on the midriff of the sweater. It looks beautiful on people. So that's a sweater that's on my radar. And she just over the last week put out, it's in there test knitting right now. So well, it's not no, for it's purchase been released. yet. It's, oh, Cora so, has been yeah. released. Okay. So all the test knitting because is done. It actually is in the popular patterns. Oh, she must have today. just released it. So she today. probably just released it today. Yeah. That's awesome. Yay, Andrea. So there it is. But she also, she just finished another new pa pattern that's in test knitting right now called Madison. That's another really pretty toggle closure cardigan knit in worsted weight yarn. And I was, I wanted to test knit that one, but the Malabrigo Rios I have in stash in the Cooparsita colorway I'm just not feeling the love for that yarn, <laughs> so I'm going to de-stash it. I just can't. Uh, it looks so pretty knit yeah, up, yeah. but I don't like the amount of variegation in the yarn. Uh, I just, I can't bring myself to I'm do it. have to so. go look at that color again. It's beautiful. You knit Is your French braid cardigan, or no, what's the... Oh, it's the reddish one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it has I, black in it, too. Yes, I knit the, I can't remember what it's called. It, it's, it's another hoodie that has a cable. It might have the, just been called cabled hoodie. It's really pretty. I think it's from Knit.Wear. I can't remember who designed it, though. Yeah. So that was a deviation. Sorry, I just had to point <laughs> out those new patterns by Andrea because they're awesome. Cool. 
So the second thing that I finished, super easy I-cord bracelet. That's so cute. <laughs> it's really cute. The pattern is called Rustic I-cord bracelet, and it is written by Elizabeth Murphy. And it is a sh kind of a showcase bracelet for a special little button. I didn't use a super fancy little button on mine, but I did use a vintage button, so I'm quite happy with it. The one thing I will have to adjust is that the I-cord stretched a lot, so I think I'm going to have to actually cut it and resize it because it's kind of dangling now and I want it a little bit more fitted. But it it's basically as easy as it sounds, a, a, a long I-cord that you wrap around your wrist several times and you make a little loop on the end and put the button through. It's really cute. I've been looking at your wrist as we've been recording thinking I have some special buttons mm -hmm. in my stash that mm -hmm. were meant to be part of gifts for some of the people in my family and now oh. I know how I can yeah use those. I think if you have a single fancy button or expensive button that you just don't know what to do with or a button that is a piece of jewelry by itself this is a nice little bracelet to show it off yes absolutely <laughs> a nice little blingy button would be yeah. nice and the pattern is written for sock weight i-cord but you could take this concept and do it make it with weight any yarn. weight you wanted and a good stash buster too because how much yarn do you think you used any idea not much i think in the pattern I can't remember if she says like 25 to 30 yards yeah, so or 25 perfect grams. for those leftover it's, it's, bits of yeah, sock yarn or any weight yarn. Very, very small amount. And it's I just made really it to cute. wrap around four times, but if you use thicker yarn, you could make it to wrap around twice or mm -hmm. three times. So it's very cute, very simple. I made that in one evening. Another thing that I have been attempting, well, that I did attempt to knit are the marshmallow mitts by Tin Can Knits. And this was one of the free patterns. Yeah. If you were aware on Ravelry around January 1st, there were a lot of designers that were giving away free patterns. I know that Gail listed a few of them in our Ravelry group for listeners to look for. A lot of designers posted little codes. And I think they were all doing it to try to get their patterns in the popular And it worked. List. Yeah. yeah, it worked. Yeah. So that just... They got a little bit more airtime. So thank you to all of the designers exactly, who may be listening yes. who did that. I really appreciate I it. I do too. And I think these mitts are adorable. They are super cute. I, I haven't just, seen yours though. Well, I made one and it was too big. I made a size too big. I tried to make, I think, the small adult size. And the garter stitch is just so stretchy Stretchy's. that I need, when I go back and make another one, I think I need to make the child size for my hand yeah. just to make it fit the way I want it to fit. Well, and you and I have narrow little yeah. hands and wrists, yeah. too. So. And it's just an adorable pattern. And again, this one, each mitt has a little button, so you can get a fancy little yeah. button um. to put on it. I really like it, and I look forward to making that in my correct size. And then now we come to my current favorite FO, which is the Zuka Cowl. And that is written by Julia Trice. And I made mine in the yarn that Gail gave to me for Christmas. 
It is Madeline Tosh MCN in the Floro Rose. And don't let the name fool you because we're talking fluorescent pink. Exactly. <laughs> There's, It's like neon pink from the 80s, yeah, baby. and I'm going to reach across the table it's and pick so it up. It's so cute. It is so cute. And I finished this very, very fast. I had, I was telling Gail about this. I had a lot of time this past weekend sitting in an emergency room waiting for my dad because my dad had a fall this past weekend and went to the hospital and it's there's been a lot going on with my family so he is on the mend though right we're hoping he's on the mend yes but and it for me it translated into rushing out of the house one morning just grabbing some knitting to have with me in the waiting room and i was telling gail the funny part is I did really good in terms of knitting. I brought two knitting projects with me. I brought a book, completely forgot to bring anything to eat. So that tells you where my priorities yeah. are. <laughs> I'd rather knit than eat. Right. But anyway, I had so much knitting time that I finished this cowl. I got a lot of knitting done on the body of the sweater. And hopefully my dad is on the mend. But this cowl, back to the cowl beautiful it is beautiful pattern knit in the round bottom up cables i knit my cables without a cable needle so it is a seamless cowl and and it's cables all the way around cables all the way around really really same cable pattern it is a four row repeat so fairly easy to memorize and keep track of and the result is really gorgeous it is really Really, gorgeous i like that slip stitch look down the center of each cable is really a nice detail so hopefully you guys will go over and take a look at this cowl because it's really fun i don't have a picture of it on me as of today i did take a picture while it was being knit to send to gail and i put that picture up on ravelry but i'll have to get a picture of it being worn because it's it's something. <laughs> Julia has released a lot of accessory patterns over the last several weeks too that are beautiful. Several cowls, mm-hmm. some hats. Unfortunately, they're all slouch hats. So I'm trying to convince her to write a beret pattern for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say thank you to Julia because when I saw this pattern, I asked her a question about it and right away she ended up sending the pattern to me to knit so sweet it is very sweet and i just it meant a lot to me because it was on a day like i said i've been having a lot of bad news about the health of my dad and it happened to come on a day when i needed something nice to happen and so i got this pattern and gail and i were talking about is is this going to be a problem because I knit it in the emergency room because she had previously had trouble wearing a sweater that she knit in the emergency room. And for me, I think because this yarn was a gift, the pattern was a gift, and it all kind of came together at a time when I really needed, (laughs) I needed the support of friends. I think that this makes it actually more special and more meaningful to me. Thank you, so, Julia. Thank you to Julia. Thank you to Gail. I have a My wonderful pleasure. <laughs> it's be- it really, really is pretty, you guys. So I will try to get a picture of this wonderful, wonderful piece. I can take a picture when we're done. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> Perfect. So I think that is everything that I 
have finished. What about you? I have finished several things too. I finished my test knit, which I still can't reveal any details about. I am pouting. You guys are going to love this pattern when it's released too. It's beautiful. So I finished that. I finished my Brambles Beret, which is a pattern by Amanda Mushka on, it was, pardon me, in Knitty, the Deep Fall 2010 issue. And it was a really fun knit. It was in worsted weight yarn, so it went quickly. It's an easy to follow pattern and it's entertaining because it is, I don't really want to call it lace because it's more of a textured look when you're done as opposed to rose red is lace. But it's not boring. You're not just knitting around and around. You actually mm -hmm. have to look at the pattern, but the pattern isn't difficult. So I would say it's a good, maybe not a first beret, but it's definitely not an advanced pattern in my opinion. And when I knit it, I followed the instructions and the brim ended up being so big that when I put it on my head, it basically fell down around my ears. Oh! And I went and saw Charlene like the very next day and I was telling her, yeah, it's too big. I'm going to have to rip it out because it's bottom up. So, you know, the brim's the problem. It's at the bottom. I'm just going to have to rip the whole thing. And she said, oh, well, did you think of maybe snipping the yarn? at the brim and just unraveling the brim and re-knitting the brim on smaller needles. And I said, well, no, that idea never occurred to me, <laughs> well, unfortunately. Well, because my thought was if you're go if you're if you've already decided that it's okay to rip the whole thing, if this for some reason doesn't work, you won't be disappointed that you have to rip the whole thing. Yeah. So <laughs> and it was it was a genius idea because I did. I went home and probably like the next day snipped the yarn, tore out the brim itself, put the rest of the stitches back on the needles. So that was the start of the patterning of the beret. Mm -hmm. And then re-knit it from the body down on smaller needles. And it fits me perfectly. Yay! It's Yay! awesome. I'm so, so happy with it. It's so great. It is. It's awesome. And the color is just drool worthy. It is so, so pretty. I will definitely get more of the Alicia Goes Around yarn at some point. It's a little pricier than what I would normally use. So I think it'll be an accessory yarn as opposed to a sweater right. yarn, but I could right. totally see a sweater in that yarn too. So those are two. And the third is I finished the monster hat, which is a gift that I knit for a woman expecting a child whose name I'm not going to tell you right now. And when I last talked about this hat, the designer has changed the pattern name since then. Before we recorded really? last episode, I told Charlene the weirdest thing. Someone just released a pattern that's identical to this hat. How does that happen? Well, it was the same hat. She re-released it with the with different pattern different name. name. So oh, the name funny. of the pattern on Ravelry now is called Little Scallops, and it's by oh. Maria Carlander. Huh. It is a free pattern. That's it, funny because I think at some point... I tried to find it and couldn't find because it. Because she changed why. the name. Huh. So very strange coincidence that it happened <laughs> on the day we were discussing it last episode. Fingering weight yarn. I used some Madeline Tosh fragrant as the bottom brim and scallop. And then I used some of the remainder of my Western Sky Knit sock yarn in the pink bow colorway for the top of the hat. And then I added a little I-cord tip and a leaf at the very top of the hat. So it's super, super cute. I'm really nice. happy with the end result. And it was a super quick knit too. And two other things. 
I finally finished my Aurora Australis shawl, Yay. which is the pattern by Melinda Vermeer that she gifted to me. Lovely shawl. I knit that in my Stimpy Lab Deluxe sock in the Sagaro colorway. It's named after the cactus, and I keep mispronouncing that. I don't Saguaro. know. Saguaro. There you go. <laughs> I really like the shawl and the end result. And it was an easy knit. The body is garter and the beautiful lace edging is knit perpendicular to the body. Very fun knit. Very easy in terms of following the pattern and the very well-written pattern, etc. So thank you again, Melinda, for that. I really appreciate it. And the last thing that I've knit, I think it's been three weeks since we last recorded, thus the uh, yeah. long list of right. FOs. Right. Yeah, we should explain that because we've... We're off because schedule. I was away and I was sick with my parents, and Gail was sick. Yeah. We're a little bit off. We're going to try to release this one as soon as possible. So yeah, I'll go home and edit today. Hopefully, yeah, we'll get I it out. Listen. If not today, yeah. then tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll only be one day behind. <laughs> but I also knit the Snapdragon flip top mitts by Yasolda, which oh, is in her book. I like whimsical those. Yeah, mitts too. Yeah. I knit those oh, I in those. my Western Sky Knits Willow DK yarn in the Thule Fog colorway. That's a skein that I picked up in last year's stitches. So I wanted, I've been looking for patterns to knit the yarn because I wanted to knit it before this year's stitches. And I succeeded. I have to tell you though, these are some fiddly, fiddly mixed. Oh, were they? Knit. Yes. <laughs> Not a trivial project at all. They actually took a lot of time too. They're knit from the cuff up and there is beautiful patterning in the first 40 rows of the cuff. That results in, it's like cables and flowers that grow up into the snapdragon that goes over basically your wrist mm -hmm, and the bottom mm -hmm. of your hand. And that organically grows out into the thumb. You can knit them as, some people have knit fingers on them. I just did a fingerless mitt. And then there's a part that you pick up stitches and it's the flip top that just goes over your fingers. So mm -hmm. you can wear them as mittens. Or if you take that off, there's a little button. Here's our theme of buttons today. A little <laughs> yeah. button at the bottom of the cuff that you can secure that flip top down so that your fingers okay. are free. Okay. And the pattern calls for a full thumb, but I did a fingerless thumb. Okay. I have a thumb gusset, but the tip of my thumb is free. Right, so that right. if I need to use my phone or whatever, I can. Yeah. Very, very pretty end result. I'm very pleased with how they turned out even though they were not simple to knit. But because they're bottom up, they, let's just say that mine turned out looking very different on the bottom one from the other. Oh. Because I knit one and I thought, oh, that's very pretty. I knit the second one and it's like, oh, so that's what they're supposed to look oh. like. <laughs> so I made a mistake in one row on the oh. first mitt that makes the mitts look very different on the oh. cuff. And because they're knit from the bottom up, I could have used your new idea of snip and take it back down. Are you gonna but they do were that? so fiddly that I just don't care. Yeah. They're both pretty. And when I showed them to Josie and pointed out the error, she said, oh, well, I like the one that has the mistake better anyway. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm just going to leave it because you can yeah. have two different looks that right. way. Right, right. So so is it uh, positive knitter, positively knitting, she calls it a mistakeification oh. as opposed to a modification. I always say it's a feature, not there a bug. Go. There we go. It's a feature I come in my from mitts. the software computer world. So when we make mistakes, it's I a feature. Yeah, I should have used that. <laughs> so again, those are the Snap Snapdragon flip top mitts by Yasola. And 
not an easy knit, but a very cute knit. So I would recommend Great. it if you want flip top mitts, commonly referred to as nose pickers in my family. <laughs> <laughs> so they will keep my fingers warm when I actually wear them. Okay. So that's my laundry list of and FOs. that is what we have been knitting. Now, I did want to make one quick recommendation. I recently, well, this is the second purchase I've made from this Etsy shop. It's called Grandma's Knitting, and they sell just about any Chaigu needle that you could want at a very good price. I just acquired, I think I got two new ones, a small circumference and in the red lace Chaigu, and Charlene and I each got a bigger a larger circumference circular as well. Mm-hmm. I love these needles. I think they're my new favorite needle. Well, it's interesting because you had mentioned that they had the little swivel. Yeah, I don't see them. a swivel. No, they do. I can see them. And oh, okay. They look to me to be exactly the same as needles that Crystal, I think it was Crystal Palace used to distribute. I don't know if they still distribute them. But Crystal Palace had this little swivel with the little plastic. There's like a little plastic ball that's on the end of the metal at the end of the actual knitting needle. Yeah, it has bamboo tips. And it does swivel And there's there. a metal join at the cable where the cable joins the needle. And the little swivel ball is at the end of the metal where the cable connects. So I've been knitting on my size threes. And I really like them. And I used the short circumference circular metal tipped red lace for mm-hmm. my test knit sleeves mm-hmm. and i love it it's the perfect amount of sharpness on the metal needle for my tastes and the cables are awesome the red lace needles it's a a wire cable that's wrapped so it's not like these plastic ones that are so common it's a different a different material mm-hmm. and i really really like them so again it's grandma's knitting it's an etsy shop She has hundreds of pairs of knitting needles. The fastest shipping I've ever experienced. I ordered these and had them in the mail two days later. She does do combined shipping and very friendly prompt service. I think the first time I ordered from her, I got little business cards that have a calendar on the back. Mm. And this time there was a notepad, a a little notepad, and there was a little pen that has a light at one end oh, and then wow. a pen at the other end that my children tried to steal. And I said, no way. Those came with my knitting needles. Give that pen back. Yeah. And I just took mine out of the package and one needle swivels and the other one doesn't. Oh. So okay. I'm not sure if that's a feature or a bug. <laughs> well, I'll have to look because they said that the swivel was on size three and up. Yeah. And these are fours. Okay. Because I got so, the threes and I didn't think it had a swivel. Maybe I was looking at the other end. Well, if both needles are supposed to swivel, then I seem to have a defective pair. We'll have here. to look. We'll I have don't to know look. if that's yeah. the design or yeah, not. Yeah, I don't know either. But, but anyways, I'm, I'm very, very them. happy with that shop. So I wanted to let you all know about it. And let's do a quick knit along update before we get into our book reviews for this episode. Knit along. We already have 23 finished objects in the FO thread. You guys are amazing. I am so impressed. There are shawls, cowls, mitts, hats, socks, and four complete sweaters already. Wow. Beautiful work, you guys. It's amazing. In our chat thread for the self-indulgent knit along, 
we have about 112 people participating. So nice. I am so excited. You yeah. guys are making this so much fun. Thank you for all the beautiful work in progress pictures, all the great feedback you're giving to one another. It's been just a very positive, fun, friendly experience. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself flagging and you're not working on your project, that's okay because you have until March 10th right. to finish it. Right. So I was gonna there is say, no hurry. And I have, I've been absent from the forums for the last week because of the hospital visits, but um, I hope to catch up. Yep, so keep on posting your goodies because it's super fun to watch it all progress. And <laughs> it's not too late to join. You have until March 10th. So as long as it's something you're knitting for yourself, come play with us, please. Yes. It's super fun. <laughs> we have two book reviews that we have wanted to talk about the last couple podcasts, but we keep going over and we just decided we're going to go over this time. And <laughs> if you want to listen, you will. And if you're not interested, feel free to either fast forward or turn this episode off now. But the first book we're going to review is called French Girl Knits Accessories, Modern Designs for a Beautiful Life. And this is a pattern collection by Christine Griffin Grimes, who is French Girl Knits on Ravelry. Mm -hmm. And she has previously published a book. This is French Girl Knits Accessories. She's previously published French Girl Knits, which had sweaters and other projects and i just wanted to mention that i did knit a sweater called veronique from the french girl knits book that i really love and this it's, particular book it's published by interweave press edited by ann budd which always gives me a nice <laughs> feeling of security when someone yeah. that well known in the knitting world is the editor yeah. and the photographer of all the beautiful pictures in this book is rain Griffith Blonde, who is Christine's daughter. Oh, so pretty neat that her daughter did all the photography, which is beautiful in this book. And the book is separated into three sections, and each of them actually has a French title, but I'm going to use the American title, or English, I should say. Hats, then mittens and socks, and shawls and wraps. So did you have certain things you'd want to knit? from each Probably. of the sections. Yeah, I, I think I do. Let's see. You already talked about the patterns divided. I just wanted to mention my first impression, something that I thought was interesting, or not interesting, but the reason for the accessories is that she, the author, is encouraging knitters to knit something fun from the book to make the knitter feel put together. Yes, uh, she does. Right. She has that French <laughs> savoir faire. Yes, that's, just yeah. knit something that that makes you feel put together an accessory that you add to your outfit she mentions that she prefers wearing black herself and and she encourages the knitters to pick an accessory and make that like your little splash of color yes. maybe so knit something fun that kind of pulls together your outfit if you're wearing black as she does or a classic uh color then you can knit something in a bright color like flora Rose. yes <laughs> i know i was just glancing she was at looking that at the cowl she to that. make you feel put together okay so and she also incur oh sorry no go ahead <laughs> she also encourages you to find that special yarn one special skein maybe something like you were mentioning before a yarn that perhaps you would not use for a whole sweater project because of price or because of fiber content you find you can use that special yarn 
for an accessory. I think that's a great way also to try out new yarn bases. Mm -hmm. You know, buy one skein to see if you like it and knit some beautiful accessory. That is one going to be a fun quick knit and two is going to be a nice way to try out the yarn kind of test drive mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. so to speak and let's see to get back to your question you asked if there was any particular projects in here that i would knit and of and course i've already knit one gail has already knit one and she'll tell you about that <laughs> the one well there were a couple that i liked i liked the morgane hooded cowl that's so cute i am going through the book to try it. There it is. It's the last one, I think. It's very sweet. It's a little cow with a hood, just like it says, and I like that. I also like the super chunky Bohem Beret. And I did not put a bookmarker in here, but it is knit in a super chunky, I believe, the Rowan yarn. That's big super. Wool? It might be big wool, yeah. Double check. Oh, that looks like it right there. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's the Rowan Big Wool, and it's just a little classic beret would be very quick to knit up in the round. And all of the patterns, too, of course, are very well written, very well laid out in the book. There are great pictures of the features of each pattern, so like the crown of the hat, etc. And the details for the overall pattern itself they again use the yarn standards, which I love, mm -hmm. and I just found it very easy to get an overview of the patterns, kind of as a quick view of would I really right. want to knit this, right. or do I already have this right. yarn in stash, etc. So I did appreciate all those parts of this book as well. The other one that I did notice is called the Saffron Shrug, and the unusual Unusual. I'm going looking at the pictures again because the one thing that bothers me is that there's no front, front picture view. of yeah. this shrug. I just and the that. back looks very nice, but I would never knit a pattern without knowing what the front would look like. That's so I don't know point. if that was an omission, an accidental omission on their part, but I could not find a front, front view of it. And I think I looked through bummer. the whole book. So it's kind of a bummer because the back looks sweet. Obviously it the back is an the... interested, gathered, yeah. interesting yeah. gathered. And so look. obviously the back is the crown and glory of the piece. And I I'm going to assume that the front might just be plain, but it's too bad we can't find yeah, out. That's true. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about what you knit? So from the hats section, I already knit the two leap cap which has ear triangles with tassels and if you look at the pictures of my finished object mine was ridiculously off on row gauge so it was mm. really really tall i actually had josie hold it up for one of the pictures <laughs> so you could see how too tall it was so i didn't end up doing the ear flaps with the tassels although the tassels was one of the things that i really loved about the hat so i will knit that one again someday making sure i get gauge i would also love to knit the sapphire toque which is in DK Alpaca. It's just a really cute, simple slouch hat. And of course, I don't wear slouch hats anymore. I broke <laughs> up with the slouch hat. So that would have to be a gift. But in the mittens and socks section, I thought the plume anklets were so cute. They are knit in a fingering weight, sock weight yarn, of course, toe up, and they have a really pretty lacy little heel. I don't know how functional that is in terms of wearing the socks, Obviously, you'd have to wear them 
with shoes that didn't rub on the heel, I guess. Mm -hmm. But they're just really pretty. They're they're all over lace, and that's on the heel as well. Super pretty pattern for socks. Yeah, very cute. And I love the Gabrielle buttoned mitts. They are a graphic black and white design pattern with buttons on the side. I I love love those. I will absolutely knit those someday. Probably I won't do black and white, but it would be a great way to showcase a different color popping against either a black or Mm -hmm. a white. Mm -hmm. Really nice mitts. And you can use some tiny special buttons. I love you're on a button tape. I, I just love tiny little buttons. Yeah, special buttons. Yep. Well, <laughs> stitches we can stock up on. Yes. But the other feature of these mittens is that they would be very, very warm because they'll be double thickness mm-hmm. because of the color work. And then in the shawls and wrap section, I, of course, also had the Morgane hooded cowl listed as what I would knit. And I wanted to just read part of the description from that. Short rows shape the curving garter stitch body of the garment that sprouts from stitches picked up along the edge of the long, loose cable edging. So I thought that was a good way, instead of describing it in my own words, a good way to describe Mm -hmm. the project itself. Yeah, excellent. So yeah, there are one, two, three, four, five different projects I would easily want to knit from this book, and you picked several others that I didn't pick. And so I think it's a great little book. The I do too. pictures are really, the photographs I should say, are fun to look at. It's got charts for most of the cabling and lace patterns that I looked at. And I think it it has the, well Gail mentioned about the yarns, it, how it lists the yarns, and it's just well thought out, well planned, very nice. If you liked the original French Girl knits book you'll probably like this one as well or if you like to knit accessories smaller projects give it a look yeah super cute stuff i would call them almost sweet patterns. yes i would do characterization (laughs) okay and the second book we're reviewing is called northern knit gifts thoughtful projects inspired by folk traditions and this one was written by lucinda guy and it's a collection of 18 different patterns that are all based on Scandinavian and Northern countries. So there's a lot of twined knitting, a lot of Nordic looking knits. And it's so- also a second book, like the, that one, the original Northern oh, I didn't knits. know that. Yeah, there okay. was a Northern Knits book originally. Oh, and this is Northern and Knits this is Gifts. Northern Knits Gifts. Okay. And on this one, I thought one of the strongest features of the book was that a lot of these, there's a lot of color work, beautiful color work. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of twined knitting. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I'm going to so. read a description of that in a minute. There's also a lot of embroidery. So like finishing touches to some of the projects that are actual knit on embroidery. And although I personally don't think I would knit much from the book, they are beautiful. They are beautiful to look at. Yeah. I was, especially, I was looking at these socks. I cannot imagine putting all this work into socks. And they teach you how to do jogless join for the color work. But they're Moody Fair Isle socks. Oh, they're and so pretty. And they have a lace cuff. Yes, they're very pretty. Really, really nice. Well, that's another interesting thing I thought from this book is that she combines a lot of twined or color work knitting with lace in the Mm -hmm. same pattern 
which I think is a beautiful, beautiful combination it of is. techniques. It is. And, and I love these patterned mitts. Again, um, they show you how to do a jogless join. Yeah, they're little birds. And, yeah, very Super sweet. pretty. And a super wide collection of patterns. There are 18 patterns all together in the book, including a matching child sweater and hat combo. There's an adorable cushion an adorable doorstop that is a chicken that yes. is so cute. There is a blanket. There's a cape. There are scarves, mitts, hats, socks, a doll, a doll. pattern. Yeah, I wanted to One sure that adult woman's cardigan. That's beautiful. And like I said, fair aisle and lace and those in combination together. And regarding the twined knitting, I didn't know exactly what that meant. So I'm going to read... From the book, hold on, I have to turn to my bookmarked page because I thought the description was exceedingly wonderful. It says, although conventional knitting was practiced, the vast majority of early Swedish knit knitting, especially in the northern areas, was in fact twined knitting. And there's the Scandinavian or Swedish word, which I'm not going to try to say. It's two-ended knitting. This technique in which the knitter uses both ends of the same ball of yarn and then twists the two yarns after each stitch, produces a uniform fabric of double thickness that is smooth, firm, warm, and hard wearing. So they traditionally use that mostly in mittens and socks because it would keep your feet and hands so very, very warm. But that technique is used throughout the patterns in the book, combined again with things like lace work, embroidery work, French knots, things like that. So very very interesting constructions and techniques mm -hmm. that would be if you're i'm not much of a process knitter per se but if i'm ever interested in trying a twined knitting project i would turn to this book well it and it looks different than it traditional does. knitting it absolutely the does. nana twined mitts they say are a thick and durable a hallmark of twined knitting so we're talking about knitting here that is out of necessity for right. people. It, this twined knitting technique was probably developed to keep people warm. warm. Exactly. <laughs> and living in Santa Cruz, that's one of the reasons that I won't knit things from this book as of today is because to wear it here in Santa Cruz would be too warm <laughs> for our climate. Right. It really would be. Right. But the look is so different from a basic stockinette garment or it accessory looks let's it say looks it looks warmer and the fabric itself looks different and it's really pretty and really nice and it you know here's an opportunity to learn a whole new technique exactly. which is always exciting to me so well, I, I found that really fun just to read about even though like gail mentioned it's probably not something that we could wear in our climate but it's really exciting to read about something new well I keep flipping through the pages because there mm -hmm. was one Love the chicken. I, the chicken is so <laughs> cute. Um, he has the perfect little orange beak and the yeah. blue comb. The colors she chose for that chicken are just delightful. There was one. Oh, it was the hat. There is a hat. Oh, I don't. Is think it I the men's down hat? The name of the pattern? No, it's a women. A woman's hat. It's the Berta twined hat. So the brim is twined, and it looks like lace ribbing, but it's twined knitting, and then the the body of the hat, the crown of the hat, has just one thin strip of a flower motif fair aisle to it. And then it has an adorable tassel on the top. And I would totally knit that hat. I think it's red. There, there it is. Go. That's the hat yeah. right there. Very but it's sweet. twined knitting all through the brim. 
So I would definitely recommend, at least on Ravelry, look up the book. Again, the title of the book is Northern Knits Gifts by Lucinda Guy. At least look up the patterns and look at the beautiful pictures because if you ever are in the mood for learning a new technique and or doing some color work with lace work combination, Mm -hmm. there are some gorgeous patterns here, you guys. And there's a lot of research that went into this because each pattern, she talks about the origin of the pattern, the origin of the technique, and I like that. Yes, so do I. It was an educational read for me. Yes, exactly, exactly. We've got Sweden, Iceland. It's it's, Yeah, I wrote down, she was referring to Shetland Islands, Mm -hmm. Iceland, Sweden, Scandinavia, and then I just wrote etc. because there were so many countries. Yeah, Estonia. Think very, very cold. Yes. Those types of countries. (laughs) So these like Faroe Islands. Yeah, this is knitting, a knitting style i think that you said grew out of necessity is a good way to describe it yeah and i to me it's something that's new something i don't i haven't previously read a lot about so in addition to patterns you're getting a little bit of some history in here as well so that's always fun so two books that we both really really enjoyed yes so thank you very much is it interweave press interweave press sent these to us for review we appreciate it And we have an upcoming book review to give you a sneak peek about. I was just contacted by Alana Dacos of Never Not Knitting Yesterday. She has a new book coming out in February, and she asked us to do a review on it. And I was so over the moon excited. I came running out of my room to tell my husband about it because I love her patterns (laughs) and I was just so flattered that she would ask us to do a review. So we are really looking forward to it. And I think I texted Charlene immediately with all of the information and said, oh, and these are the five or six patterns <laughs> out of I the 12 that yeah. I want to knit right away. <laughs> so there are a lot of patterns I want to knit, including an all-over lace pullover, which yeah. we know I love. So super pretty stuff in that book coming out. And I'm really excited about reviewing it. And she's also going to give us a copy to give away on the podcast. Yay. So thank you, Alana. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Sorry we went over a bit, but it was great for Charlene and I to get together. We really yes. needed this. <laughs> we and really we hope needed you this. enjoy it. And thank you, as always, for spending over an hour of your week with us. We hope you had fun and happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye. You can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits. <laughs>